Well, shepherds are uh, on the periphery of society as we uh, consider the, uh, the birth of Jesus. They were uh, viewed more as uh, common folk. They were not nearly as refined as, as others. Uh, that comes as no surprise to any of us. For the most part, uh, shepherds were uh, a pretty rough-hewn lot. Their work almost uh, demanded it. What they did was hard and exhausting. Uh, they did it pretty much around the clock, tending to the sheep. They were to themselves, while the rest of polite society went on about their business. It's interesting, I think, I've always found it interesting, that, that God chose to deliver the announcement of Christ's birth to a group of shepherds. As the Scripture reports, an angel of the Lord appeared to them while they were tending their flocks by night. What the angel said is, rung through the ages, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today, in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Upon hearing this from the angel, the shepherds went and they saw for themselves. They would not be denied. They hurried off and they found Mary and, and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Later, the shepherds would, would leave that, uh, that cattle stall and they would spread the word about the very things that they had seen. And the spark of the good news of Jesus Christ began to ignite throughout all that land and eventually would ignite the entire world. You would have thought that the overly religious would have been the first to hear. God chose otherwise. He chose the, the shepherds, those rough-hewn uh, persons that sort of stood on the periphery of, of polite society. The announcement of Christ's birth was intended to reach all people, regardless of their status. That's the message of, Jesus, of God, rather, uh, telling the story of, of Jesus and, and presenting it first to these shepherds. His intention all along was to reach all people, not just the religious, but those who, uh, who needed to hear a, a good word about what God was, in fact, doing. The angel's announcement of the birth of, of Jesus was not intended for a few or to many, for that matter. That good news of great joy was intended for all people and for all time. I don't know about you, but I'm encouraged about that. The good news of Christ's birth is for all people, including you and me. The announcement of Christ's birth, while short and to the point, was, with, was loaded with some important stuff. Right out of the gate, the angel was quick to calm the fears of the shepherds. Because fear is so much a part of our lives, we can certainly relate to the to the shepherds being afraid. We, we find ourselves afraid all too often. Let's face it, fear is very much our loved ones, our jobs, our health, and our futures. Our fears have been particularly keen during the, the pandemic, and we, we find ourselves wearied by those fears. They have gone on all too long. God, though, speaks 
into those fears, into our fears, and lets us know that He is with us. He assures us that He will not forsake us. He stands to let us know, I've got this. Do not be afraid is a, is a constant theme throughout the, the entire uh, Christmas story, and rightly so. Mary needed her fears calmed. So did the shepherds, and we do as well. God's every desire is to calm our hearts and give us peace, and He does that in Jesus. It was Jesus Himself who said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. And so it was to the shepherds that the angels first said, do not be afraid. And then those, that same angel goes on to, to uh, share a, a bit of good news. It seems that we are, uh, are bombarded these days with bad news, and, and bad news all the time. Not so much good news, but, but bad news. You can't access the news without hearing a lot about what's wrong with the world. Even in our own lives, there are things that pose a tremendous amount of challenge, represents bad news even, even for us. It, it, it seems we are always having to deal with something. Nobody said it would be easy. God, though, provides a way to see us through the bad news of our lives to emerge to a, a brighter day, stronger and more in tune than we ever were before. The news the, the angels delivered was, was good news of great joy. And it stands to this day. And we find ourselves coming together in, in and around this great story of Christ's birth. And we are heartened to no end about this news, this good news of great joy. And God begins to lean into our lives, and we begin to experience the good news, and we find ourselves deeply joyful on account of the thing that God has done. His Son is born. God sent His Son to provide the very strength we need to help us persevere through troubled times. I am thankful for God's help each and every day. I pray for His help daily. I do that constantly, praying for God's help, and He always delivers. I'm thankful for God's presence and for His movement in my life. All of us have been taken aback here over the past few days regarding the destruction and the, the deep loss of life caused by, by last weekend's tornadoes. All of this has been, been something else. If anything, we have been left to consider what really is important. We're also looking for ways to, to help. Right now, it seems that financial assistance seems to be the, the best way to respond. Later, there'll be other ways for us to help otherwise. The challenges will remain for, for months, if, if not for years to come. Joe, Joe tells, tells me that we have collected uh, over $10,000 for tornado relief. That's a big deal. 
And I want to say thanks on behalf of, of, of so many that will benefit from, from your generosity and really your outpouring of, of love. Many of you uh, saw last week the CBS interview of Joey Reed. Joey is our, our pastor at First United Methodist Church in, uh, in Mayfield, Kentucky. The sanctuary there was, uh, was nearly leveled. Joey and his, and his wife huddled in a closet downstairs while the tornado ravaged the, the sanctuary above. Joey thought his life and the life of his wife was, was over here on earth. And all he could, could think about was his daughter's upcoming wedding, I understand, to, to be in March. Joey and his wife lived to tell their story. Joey shares that, that his wife and children are his most valuable possessions. Everything else is, is replaceable, he says. He also shares about the, the worship service that uh, his church, First United Methodist Church there in Mayfield, had with another United Methodist Church uh, in the same town. The, his church family had that worship service together with another church family uh, recognizing the, the fact that we are a connectional church, but, but also recognizing that we are all one part of the body of Christ. Joey asserts, the church is not the building, the church is the people. We are the church, declares the, the, the faithful in, in, in Mayfield. Uh, it's right there in, on, their, on their website, we are the church. Most inspiring is the, the story about the, the words printed on the one remaining bulletin intended for worship that Sunday. That, that bulletin was, was held by the administrative assistant. Uh, she had uh, made sure all those bulletins were, were printed well in advance of, of Sunday's uh, worship. She held on to, to one copy. That bulletin was printed before the tornadoes struck. It offers a profound word about joy, particularly given the circumstances that that community, that church, would, um, would soon have to face. Here's what's written. Joy is often mistaken for happiness, but happiness can change by a turn of events. Hmm. Joy is something that abides, and that's what we're holding on to. Little did they know what would soon befall them, and little do we. The joy of the Lord is my strength, says that great passage from Nehemiah 8.10. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And so those in Mayfield and all through western Kentucky and even well beyond hopefully are finding their joy in the Lord. And as they find their joy in the Lord, that they, they are indeed strengthened in the mix of what is a, a tremendous amount of loss and a tremendous amount of challenge. God's great gift in sending His Son, Jesus Christ, is every reason to be joyful. In spite of circumstance, in Christ there is strength. 
And so we celebrate, as do, do others, even those, and especially those there in, in Mayfield. They are, uh, they are hearing of the good news of, of great joy, of great joy. All along, God knew what we needed. God knew full well that, that humankind was missing the mark when it came to the very things that, that God expected. Sin had gotten in the way. Relationship with God had been interrupted. Only by, uh, by sending His Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ, was God able to deal with that and, and, and bring us back together with Him. It is through Jesus Christ that we are once and for all reconciled with God. No longer does sin separate us from Him, but it is Jesus, and, and in particular, His work on the cross that draws us together with Him. We find ourselves reconciled with God. Good news of great joy that unto us is born a Savior. The Savior of the world has come. That's the grand good news of this season. Some some what, uh, say what you will about, uh, say, the tinsel and garland, all the food and all the get-togethers, all the brightly uh, wrapped gifts. Yeah, there's a lot that comes along with this season. But when it comes right down to it, it is the gift of salvation that forms the reason for this season. And it is in that grand good news of of God sending His Son as Savior for the entire world, we, we stand in that good news, we live into that good news, and we find ourselves filled with joy. Guilt has uh, way too much sway these days. You and I are in need of forgiveness to, to free us from the hold of, of sin, but also to free us from the, the guilt that so weighs us down. Jesus breaks the power of sin and the guilt that follows. I know of no other verse that, uh, that, 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 that awakens us to that fact than, than from that great hymn, Oh, for a Thousand Tongues to Sing, where it states, He breaks the power of canceled sin. He sets the prisoner free. His blood can make the, the foulest clean. His blood availed for me. I'm glad we're together this morning. Those of us who are in person and many others who, who join us uh, via live stream, I'm glad that we'll be together later this week. We are here to celebrate the birth of Jesus and all that God offers through Him. Peace, where there is fear, joy, where there is sorrow and salvation, where there is sin. We are here to celebrate the birth of Jesus. A woman and her friend were uh, walking uh, through the, the, the mall and, and noticing all the, the things in the, the windows, and they came upon a, a, a scene in one of the windows of one of the stores, it was, uh, it was a manger scene, very beautiful in every way. And one commented to the other, hmm, look at that, will you? The church 
is trying to horn in on Christmas. Whew. We got stuff way backwards. Ours is indeed a birthday of sorts. There's no cake this morning. God knows that we have had plenty of cake over the past couple of weeks. There are no gifts, although there have been plenty of gifts to come in and and then out of the doors of this church over the past couple of weeks. It was overwhelming yesterday to see the number of gifts that had been amassed for children and families throughout our community. Thanks for, for your generosity yet again. In the midst of it all, we, we find ourselves uh, celebrating the, the greatest gift of all, the gift of Christ our Lord. Good news of great joy for all people. Good news of great joy. Great joy that unto us a Savior has been born. Good news that uh, we have uh, every reason to, to, to celebrate, no reason to, to fear. We have one upon whom we can stake our lives. and We celebrate his birth in this season. And in that, we find ourselves propelled to move into to other seasons of our lives, knowing that God has done a wonderful thing His Son is with us, and in His Son, we are deeply blessed. And in that blessing, may we turn our thanks to God Almighty for His willingness to touch our lives as He does through Him. Let's pray together. God, thank You. Thank You for blessing our lives in in Jesus. We do thank you for the great good news that is, that is his birth for our lives. Lord, we, we thank you that our fears may be quelled, that we may be full of joy, and that may, we may rejoice in the new life that is ours in him as we know and experience the forgiveness of our sin and that we are free, not only for the hold of sin, but the guilt that weighs us down. Thank you, God, for blessing us in your Son. He is great and mighty in every way, and we praise you for him. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.